Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, as you saw from the previous episode, I didn't warn you about that. <laughs> I just decided to do it at the last moment. Uh, we had a prayer gathering. Uh, we're in the middle of March right now, 2020, and, and uh, continually to ramp up in the manic panic, media-created mass hysteria of the coronavirus. Don't even get me started on this stuff. People say, what is this all about? Well, folks, it's actually really simple. It's uh, the attempt to suppress and manipulate man, particularly for a political agenda, and an economic agenda. This is being uh, either seized upon or planned, I don't know which one, to uh, crash an economy and to bring down administration. There's no doubt about it. And to instill fear within the populace. That's one of the greatest strategies of the evil one, is to instill fear. And so that's the reason we spent some time looking at Isaiah 8. We've been looking at Psalm 91. And today I just wanted to go back and recap Psalm 91. Uh, the previous episode was, uh, what, 30 minutes long, 45 minutes long? I don't remember how long. So sorry about that. Um, we're all adults. If you don't have time for it, just press the pause button to come back, right? Or skip it. Press on to the next thing. Um, but this is something that the enemy has done, which is to instill fear. And even among those who are truly believers, fear will come against us. So the Scripture tells us repeatedly. I've heard it said many times that uh, the word fear appears in the Bible 365 times, once for every day of the year. Well, that's cute. It might even be true. I don't know. Depends on what version of the Bible, right? I do know that the Lord instructs us many, many times to not be fearful, to not be anxious. And this is where this 91st Psalm comes in, folks. It's just so, so powerful. So let me go back and read the entire Psalm again. It's 16 verses long, just to remind us. And truly, folks, I I would say to use this Psalm right here to help us do what it says in the first verse, because in the first verse it says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge, my fortress, my God in whom I trust. So this psalm right here actually helps us to do that and help us keep our uh, focus and our attention upon the Lord rather than situation or circumstance. Now, verse 3. For it is he, the Lord, who delivers you from the snare of the trapper and from the deadly pestilence. That is exactly what we're going through today. Exactly what we're going through. We have a pestilence, which is deadly. Folks, it's not highly deadly. Okay? Yes, it's sad when 1% die from something. There's no doubt. I'm not questioning that at all. It's horrific in the life of the individuals and the families and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But what I want us to see here is that the Lord will deliver us from the deadly pestilence, but he also delivers us from the snare of the trapper. Currently, this is being used by trappers to ensnare a populace. There's no doubt. Just watch what's happening. Even from the time that I record this right here to what's happening six hours from now, things will be ramped up. Things will be doubled down upon. Just to see how far they can push a populace. As a matter of fact, it's just been announced that in the city of New York City, uh, that all uh, bars and all restaurants will be closed. You know, they do takeout, but the economic impact that's being done, 
all on purpose, folks, not to protect people from disease. No, 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 that's not the agenda at all. There is a different agenda, and there's actually a twofold agenda, which I really can't get into right here. Uh, one is from the evil side, there's no doubt. I think there's also a really, really, really good, and it's going to be surprisingly good agenda afoot in this too, okay, uh, for the populace as a whole, and particularly for the body of Christ. Maybe we'll talk about that some other time. So here's verse 4. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you may seek refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a bulwark. Notice that it's the faithfulness of the Lord again. Not our faithfulness, but his faithfulness. So because of all this, listen to what he says in verse 5. You will not be afraid of the terror by night. You will not be afraid of the arrow that flies by the day. You will not be afraid of the pestilence that stalks in darkness. Or will you be afraid of the destruction that lays waste at noon? We will not be afraid of these things, folks. Of the terror by night, of the arrow that flies by day, of pestilence or destruction. If we do what? If we abide in the Lord, if we dwell in His shelter. If you find yourself having fear and terror, and it becomes uncontrollable, and anxiety comes in, you're anxious about things, then you're not doing this. You're not abiding in the Lord. Jesus speaks about that on the Sermon on the Mount. Remember, He said, be anxious for nothing. Verse 7 tells us how to what degree this might get to. It says, A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not approach you. If you will rest in the Lord, if you will trust in the Lord, we're safe in the Lord. So people will come back and say, well, does that mean that we won't die? No, that's not what that means at all. It means that we're safe in the Lord. If I'm safe in the Lord and I'm trusted in the Lord, then whatever he deems to occur in my life is fine because it's all to his praise and his honor and his glory in a way. Verse 8 says this, you will only look on with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. Again, a very interesting verse right here. Because <laughs> it's saying a lot of this stuff you're going to be seeing is God's recompense of the wicked. In other words, they're receiving what they deserve. Verse 9 For you have made the Lord, my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. That is the question I've got for us today. We must determine have we made the Lord our dwelling place? Do we really believe? Do we really trust? It's one thing to say it. It's another thing to live it out. Verse 10. No evil will befall you, nor will any plague come near your tent, your house, your dwelling place. If we do this, if he is our dwelling place, if we trust in him, then he's saying no evil will befall you. No plague will come near your tent. Verse 11. Why? For he will give his angels charge concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They, the angels, will bear you up in their hands that you do not strike your foot against the stone. You will tread upon the lion and cobra, the young lion, and the serpent you will trample down. Let me give you a quick example of this, I believe. Uh, my mom, who is a very uh, vivacious and energetic 82-year-old, uh, was out on her back deck uh, about a week and a half ago, and it, the, the deck's elevated. And there's a little rotten spot there, and she's sort of worried about it. She put her foot on it, and her foot went through it. Then all of a sudden, her whole body goes through it. She falls through a deck down about 10 to 12 feet and lands on a concrete slab kind of thing. Totally fine. 
no broken bones, <coughs> no internal injuries, uh, really, really stiff and sore for several days. Yes, <laughs> that kind of thing. But uh, she and I and the physician, everybody convinced that a couple of extra angels were sent her way that day, literally to guard her way. She had no idea that she's about to fall through a deck. But you know what? They will bear you up in their hands. They will. Now, the last few verses here. Why does this all happen? Verse 14. Because he, and this is what the Lord is saying, because you have loved me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him securely on high because he has known my name. When we love him, when we know the name of the Lord, he will do this. He'll deliver us. He'll set us up on high. Verse 15. He will call upon me and I will answer him and I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. Notice that he doesn't say there will never be any trouble. No, no, there will be trouble. But I will be with you. I will rescue. I will honor you with a long life. I will satisfy him and let him see my salvation. Again, folks, Psalm 91 is the promise of the Most High to those who believe. How much more do we believe? Because we have received of the new covenant, and we have the Most High God dwelling within us. Folks, fear not. Fear not. The Lord is our dwelling place. Press on in that. Proclaim it. Live it. Share it with people. Now is the beginning of the time when those who know their God will shine as the stars in the firmament and will lead many to righteousness. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you in the next episode.